<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not a die, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. This more of the conversation. You know, it doesn't have any particular topics, but we're going to be bringing up some topics and whatever. And we're just going to, however it flows, it flows, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what we're talking about just now is one, you know, of course, we're going to talk about cultures. All right. Mm -hmm. So, with you being Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. Af- well, you being Afro, being, yeah, so you know, quote unquote mm-hmm. black, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, um, Puerto Rican mm-hmm. and Dominican Republic. Yes. Um, or, am I saying that correctly? I'm staying saying Dominican. Yeah, so Puerto Rican, Dominican. Yeah. Um, it's something like do. It's so interesting. Do Puerto Ricans and Dominicans usually get along with one another, or that's sometimes they don't. Yeah. So to go even to that conversation, I grew up where even with my fi- family there was conflict with me being almost half and half. Yeah, you're, you're half. You're a third of each, you know, because not only yeah, that. Yeah, so technically I'm American. <laughs> yeah. Right. Absolutely. But growing up in, uh, so I grew up more with my mom. Mm-hmm. with my mom's side of the family. So there was a Dominican side. So I did um, receive backlash from my cousins of my dad being Puerto Rican and comments being made me growing up. Don't you love sure. that? Don't you just oh, love yes. that? <laughs> you <know>? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's just something that, you know, when we started doing this, when, when I started educating myself more about other people, it's like being Black, you know, I can say we all have our differences. Mm-hmm. And how people would shame you for your differences. I'm like, oh, I know. Even the ones like they might even like you for it, but they, it's just something about just making you feel bad. And I know, you know, being black myself is like one thing. It's like I grew up, you know, I don't like I didn't even ask, you know, poverty level. Did you grow up in middle class, lower lower class, upper class, and things of that nature? But growing up lower class and um i was i was a fat kid okay it was a chubby one and it's like man you know at the end of the day i'm still your cousin but i don't know why people just run so quick to find that difference and poke Mm. at that difference so because you you said i said a third but you said american but so you're afro Mm -hmm. american puerto rican and dominican like yes like that i see the cool. culture is yeah it's all inclusive because you said it's not yeah it's it's it is because it it's you you know <laughs> it is. yeah right. and that's how it should be you know you are mm-hmm. who you are but it's like how how like do you get along with them on now do you still have the same issues it's all cool or you kind of just step back a little bit i i say that i'm like the black sheep because i stand up for myself mm-hmm and well. so I call out the bullshit. So now as an adult, they don't do that. And the I'm the youngest one of the bunch in that part of my cousin bubble right. that we grew up. And so at the time, I did feel bad. Yeah, as a kid, you want to be accepted by your cousins and stuff. And what, what didn't help was that they would send us away for like the time we were off from school. So the two months we were off from school, I will go to Dominican Republic with my cousins. They will right. send us away. Right. And I will alternate for like one year. I will go see my grandmother. And then one year I'll go see my dad. Mm. Yeah. So the times that I will go and then going back to Dominican Republic, it was the comments. 
and the things, and I'm the one with the curly hair. I've always had this curly hair. So that's another layer thing. I was going to ask about that, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but you're there trying to straighten it, and it was just all this stuff to try to get close to whiteness. Mm, colonizers. Colonizers, which that's a whole... And the interesting part of this was that my dad, as a kid, was very honest and educating me about my culture and what was meant. Yeah, so I already knew very young. So I was reading um, books <laughs> and understanding because my dad put me on. He's like, you need to know this because systematically you're going to go through things that you're not going to understand now. Mm. And I, did, I got it when I got older. Because I did grow up low class. I grew up in government cheese. Mm. I grew up in powdered milk. Mm. I grew up. You had I mean, the, the real stamps. You didn't have the card. You had the no, actual stamp. You feel me? <laughs> yes. you know, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm, I'm 80s baby. You know, 80s baby. I used to buy candy with them. Try to trade it for real cash. I mean, listen. Allegedly, allegedly. Um. <laughs> I, I never forget when I came to Houston. This is like in 2006. We we're talking about same conversation we're having right now. We're talking about government cheese. You know, it'll kill me when people try to act cool. So they try to act like they grew up poor. You didn't grow up poor. Shut your ass up. <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> and there was like, government cheese, yeah, it'd be so good. I'm like, what? I'm, I'm like, one of them was like, then someone was like, government cheese, like, that meant money, right? No, it was no. real cheese. Like, yeah. It's Velveeta. But it was yeah. like, it was like a block, a block of a cheese, block you know? of cheese. And you have to cut it yourself. But we had to do what we had to do to survive, you know? So, yes. like, so shout out to our moms, you know? Our, yes. Like, did you have other people in the community to help out as well? Well, a lot of us were in the same circumstance, right? You talk about we growing up in the hood. Right. So we really all in the circumstance of what I did love because I live in a project building. Okay. So you know, I never understood projects until like the PJs came out. And I'm like, all oh, these people really live that close together. Like, once again, I grew too. up in the country. All right. You know, yeah. we didn't have, you know, that's a different experience. But when I hear about the projects and how schools like you got PS 118 and all that, yeah. it's, a, it's a whole different culture. So it is. And it was like, um, this was small projects, so each floor had four apartments, so they were pretty close, mm -hmm. you know, and so, like, the person upstairs, if she cooks, she's like, you want some? Like, it was very community. It was. It was yeah. very community, to be honest, and I never experienced that as an adult, even living in a good area, to be mm. honest with you. I want so, that you to be honest, and I, I want that. You know, it's different. Too. Like, my wife grow, grew up a little differently than I did, you know, she, and it's a blessing. She had both her parents and they both worked as well and were educated. Um, but even now we have neighbors and I'm hearing when our neighbor's baby's crying right now. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> love y'all. But um, I'm big on getting to know my neighbors because growing up, it took a community for me to be where I'm at today in life, you know. Mm -hmm. And now it's kind of like I, I try to, you know, it, I don't know. It, sometimes I feel weird because I, I was a social worker for, um, but I worked in the child welfare field for close to eight to nine years. And you don't want to be that creepy guy because well, I don't have kids myself, but it's mm -hmm. like adults, you could go to adults for help. You know, you can see kids, you can wish them goodwill, you can cook something for your neighbor, like you were just saying a moment ago. Yeah. But I would say has the culture changed, you know, where you really can't do that any longer. Cause I know it's a lot of crazy things happen. They have always happened, but to the level people are becoming more aware about it. But I always looked at it as a positive. I looked at it as a beautiful thing where you can go stay at your neighbor's house for a little bit until your parents get home or something, some, something dangerous happened. Like how yeah. many of us really know our neighbors, even names now? <laughs> oh, I've learned. I don't know anybody. Like I, I've been living in Texas for a little bit, four years. Mm -hmm. and I don't talk to any of my neighbors. I mm. mean, and I'm like, and then I think about it, right? Because I'm like, am I getting, you know, putting myself in like, am I, you know, really? And I, I, I'm going to make this, sh this story short, but like there's this one girl that lives like in the corner um, townhouse. Mm -hmm. And I try to say hi, but she was just like mean grilling. I'm like, well, I'm one of those people like, if you don't want to talk, we don't got to talk. So I'm cool. <laughs> you know, it's all good. I can be it's, stereotypical and say where you from. Like, 
good. New York folks do not like. I when I I've been in New York once, and all those <laughs> stereotypes I heard, I'm like, they they are proud of this. Like they are they y'all y'all go y'all move 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 move. We move nonstop. We move. And like, if you bump into one of them and you stop and say, excuse me, they're going to look, they're gonna, I think they're going to be more mad that you said, they stopped them and said, excuse me, mm-hmm. rather than just keep taking your ass home. And I'm, yes. And it is because I'm on the West Coast and the West Coast, they're a little bit more gentle with things. They're a little mm-hmm. bit more passive. Like in up there in New York, you know, East Coast, they're a little bit, they'll be in your face. Like I've seen people cuss them, cuss <laughs> each other out, cuss, I mean, completely curse each other out. <laughs> And be like, okay, cool. See you later. And like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're unique a bunch. But you know what's so funny? I didn't realize. Okay. Until, so my husband is from Tennessee. All right. Okay. So we met in New York because he was living in New York at the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was asking, he's like, why are you guys always rushing? I'm like, because we got places to go, right? But we got a place to go. Why are you asking me this? I was like, this is, should be the obvious thing. But Duh. seeing him as hustle, an alpha, hustle, yo, hustle. Duh, you know, got to go. <laughs> and his perspective was like, uh, I don't get it. And I was like, why not? <laughs> you know, but he was right. I No, he's absolutely correct. I was, I'm right. saying like, but being from Texas, like, we're the opposite, I would say. We're oh, yeah. low, like... Our wow. music represents that, you know. I'm <laughs> yes, like, like I'm super chill. Like I was telling people, like how some people like to speed. I was talking speed sometimes. I'm really, I, I can get in the feeder road on the front of the road, and I just cruise sometimes. <gasps> like, I had to calm down with that. <laughs> See, I know, I know. I, I, I tell, I like, I know I won't fit in, in New York for a long period because people was hating me. But you know, I'm comfort, in, I'm, I'm comfortable in my culture. That's yeah. one of the points why we, we're not everything culture. We're everything culture. You know, yeah. I want people to know I'm, now I'm not, people, some people think it's like slang being black. No, I'm country. I'm from Texas. Mm-hmm. I use ain't, I use a thing. I'm like, I say her, you know, you know, I'm <laughs> like, nothing that, wrong with that. It's nothing I, wrong with that. I'm educated. I know what I'm doing, you know, and, it's, and you can respect it too. So yeah. just like if I love our, you know, how we talk, where we come from and, it's just because it makes us, you know, mm-hmm. and once we can get to the point where we can respect one another, we can be happy with another and one another. We don't have to assimilate, you know, we don't have right. to just change Yo. because no. you, you, because it makes us, that's what America's, they, that's what America say it is. It's a, it's a melting mm-hmm. pot. But if you put, if you take all the, the salt, the pepper, the cayenne, the mm-hmm. Louisiana, the Lowry's and the cheese, and you know, you <laughs> want to think the breadcrumbs and you, you take all the, the, the deliciousness out, you could have nothing but bland ass flavor, you know, and nobody you don't want, want that. that. Nobody, nobody want that. that. No, <laughs> like, nobody. So nobody. Like, and with yourself, it's just, I'm hearing that man you have a lot of flavor within you okay i do and like when you just your the name of your podcast okay mm. just like i said everything you just like you said you made sure to put in coffee and curls okay <laughs> and it, i'm assuming it's because it's a representative of who you are you mm-hmm. know I don't know now. I didn't know if you just because it's coffee because you like coffee a lot, or it's because that's your skin tone to an extent, you know. <laughs> but well, I, like I think I, I love coffee, right? I, but what I love about coffee more, it's the conversation that happens around it. Mm. Because my family, they used to make coffee with this sock-looking thing. I don't even see. It's like a little. It's like a little sock-looking thing. That's how they used to make coffee back in the day. Is it like? So a, it like is a, it like a stocking? Like a stocking, yeah. Okay, I've seen that before in movies. Yeah, I've seen that. We used to make coffee with that, or use that metal um, coffee maker, like old school, and you know they'll eat buttered bread or something, crackers or something, Mm -hmm. and it was like the best gossip was around coffee. You know, the deep conversations was about coffee. You know, it was just like it was just a conversation opener. It's like you're chilling. Instead of the tea, it was the coffee coffee how can you be mad drinking coffee like it's like eating ice cream how can you be mad when you like eating- man some angry people out here <laughs> i'm telling you there's some people that need that i've seen that. some guys you know complain they hardcore thugs and out here flying kites how do you be hard <laughs> you flying a kite I don't come on that. i don't get that 
Come on, yeah. smile. You, you know, know. It's so good. It's but good. that's not a world trying to make folks. So, how long you been doing coffee with um, curls? Two and a half years. All right. You yeah, loving two it? Two and a half years. Yes, because I feel like it's shifting. Good. It's shifting. It's shifting. I feel like it, it started as a therapy for me, I believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sharing conversations. Um, and for a long time, people have told me I should use my voice and do different things. And I yes. just never have because I'm introverted in a lot of ways. I don't believe that. But go ahead. Yes, I Yes, I am. I could be a little shy. I'm, I'm opening now more because I'm getting more into myself and learning more about me. So I'm more comfortable about being expressive. Mm -hmm. And honestly, because I really don't like social media because I don't like it. People get shocked when I tell them that I'm like, I don't like it because... You can be who you pretend to be, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And, and people, I don't like that. Yeah. But in, in the way, but you're actually one of the, like, my goals for social media, believe it or not. Really? I'm like, Me? you post, okay? And you're always creative with your postings. Like, and I'm like, dang, and she's consistent. Like, it's, it's rarely one day I wake up and I don't see your post on my timeline. So oh, you're doing the right thing, okay? Yay. You're doing the right thing. <laughs> but shout out to you for sure. And I'm just, like me not liking social media as well. My first time getting on Instagram is when I made this. When I made really? culture. I did not have, nope. I had, I had Twitter. I do like Twitter. I had Twitter and I had uh, Snapchat. And I had Facebook, of course. But oh, Facebook yeah. is more for family, you know. That's family. Like, so the Facebook be dramatic too. I'm gonna tell you. <sighs> but anyway, because it's family and friends, you're like, oh, Jesus Christ! I find out too much stuff that I don't need to know. I'm like, I know, wow. I know. I'm like, but and I was like, I don't, I don't know how, if you have younger cousins and you know maybe nieces and nephews on Facebook, and they post the wildest shit. Like, I'm like. <laughs> You know your grandma on here, right? Like, what are you doing? Like, I post, like, I may say a cuss word or two, you know, no big deal. But y'all on here talking about sucking swangers and stuff. I'm oh like, my God, I'm like no. leaking news. I'm like, please, Lord wow. Jesus, don't. Like, we are here. I don't care. No, you should care. You should care. Should care. And, oh, my God. Yeah, and honestly, I don't know how your family work. My family would throw it off sometimes. Like, you talking about, <laughs> like, we were talking about with the whole Christmas thing, man, let me tell you. Like, it's like, and me, it's like, I could be crazy, too, but I'm like, I can't enjoy myself like I want to enjoy myself and be me. It's because I'm usually trying to be the role model for my other cousins and stuff, because mm. I'm like, man... I know the youngest ones see it because I'm like, we have to have more of us trying to do better. They don't, don't get me wrong, I have fun. We do everything we want to do. But I'm like, you have to start, you know, I'm trying to set the bar. And I'm not being yeah. fake about it. I yeah, just, I got some, you. some family members, they see their side. And other ones that are like, I would like you to see their side, but y'all just so throw it off at some things that y'all say, well, you know, Brandon does it so I can do it. No. <laughs> y'all don't oh. see Y'all don't see the work behind it. You know, y'all don't yeah. see you know, getting up, going to work every day, um, taking care of bills, you know, cleaning up, um, folding socks, little stuff like that goes a long way. So. Yeah, it does. I agree. But yeah, yeah. It, it's just so much fun. But, you know, quickly, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we're going to be right back with more of No Amy. All right. Okay. Okay. All right, we're back, everyone, with Everything Culture and Noemi with Coffee with Curls. And yeah. just chopping it up, chilling, you know, mm. we're in the studio. She's in the mobile studio. We make I, it happen. Uh, I don't know if that's a street light or if that's the moon behind you, but it looks great. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Have one of them circle lights. The ring light? Yes. Hey, that ring light come through. Like, they I don't, come through. Do you have the bigger one, too? I do. Okay, I, do. I was about to say it's on sale right now. Fat kids deals like sixty dollars for the eighteen inch one. Really? Oh yeah, I like. I be like, I'll tell you, if you're a content creator and you need like trust, it'll change your life. Turn you into a bad bitch trying to tell you. <laughs> like because I have one and I, I got it for Christmas. Mm. So if you're a content creator thinking about doing something, create a list of what you want and have that as your wish list. Yeah, that's what I did. You know, I need to make me a little wish list right now. I'm paying all this stuff out of my pocket at the moment. A little, but thank you to all our supporters, you know, and subscribers and things. <laughs> but, a little wish list. Yeah, because my next thing, I was just telling my wife, like, okay, I just bought a MacBook, okay? Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, that was cheap. But I'm trying to do some, you know, I'm trying to learn how to edit and do some of this stuff on my own. Then I'm trying to get a camera, like, you know, a mirrorless camera, Sony, yada, yada, yada. It ain't cheap either. But then I want to get the, um, what is it called? The Rodecaster. What's that? Okay. The Rodecaster is like they like make microphones and studio equipment and all that like i had this little mic from my iphone and when i'm using it it sounds so much better okay mm. but the roadcaster is a specific setup like it's like a mini studio for podcasters mm. i think it's like okay this big or so and it has the buttons if you want to throw in audio have the levels you can just hook a mic into it uh, well, you hook different mic into is even if somebody call in, you can have someone hook up. For, I think it's Bluetooth and hit, hook up a straight line. It's just seem it like if in, like if you're trying to get really into podcasting and produ- production of it, they're like that's the go to. And I'm like, it, it looks small enough for me to operate to within my mini studio. So I'm looking into getting it. I'm right now I'm running with this Blue Yeti, and it's I have getting one. me through. Yeah, it's it, it's making it happen. But that broadcaster have a lot of positive things about it. I'm gonna look. Well, I have um, what is it called? The Zoom. Mm-hmm. It's like a little machine. So I got that last year for my birthday. So this is what I've done. Is like when it comes to like birthdays, holidays. This is what yes. I need equipment. I rather get those things than the other stuff. So at least it's a help, you know. You invested in you. Yes, absolutely. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Now. If people haven't listened to your Makings of You yet, y'all make sure to go back and listen to No Emmys <laughs> Makings of You. Please. <laughs> yes, please. And thank you. You brought up some of your people who represented your culture or, you know, perhaps, you know, what you think of your culture. And you may, you know, you mentioned the Young Lords. Yes. Like, can you tell us a little bit, a little bit more about them for the people that may not know? The easiest, I always do it as they were equivalent of the Black Panthers. So the Black Panthers started their movement to help mm-hmm. Black people. And so Young Lords um, mirrored that. So they have one um, woman that was actually part um, Black Panther and Young Lords. So she was a mm. part of both parties, Denise Oliver. And so look her up. Amazing. Denise Oliver. Yes, and what she represented for the culture and how they fought for us to have rights. And it was about, you know, having equality. Mm. And this is in the 70s. Like what we need right now as well. Yes, we do. We do. Yeah. And this is a question that come up more and more, Um, especially with being Black. Do you believe cultures, I would say, or groups of people need leaders to make changes? Hmm. I don't know if we do. I don't know if we need leaders to make changes because we are our own leaders to make changes. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, uh, makes absolute sense to me. <laughs> like I, we- <laughs> go ahead. I, I wanted to say so much during your making the view, but like a lot of the statements that you would make, I like. I say the same thing. Like, <laughs> like I'm like. I know she haven't listened to the show that I that much. You say that, but I'm like, she said the exact same thing. I'm you saying, and people be arguing with me about. Like, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I tell you that because if you're gonna always wait for somebody, you're gonna waste time. And I and I listen. If right now, where all this shit is going on, is not an eye opener. Mm. I don't know what is. And and right there. That's like the disheartening thing to me right now, because the reason why we do this podcast here is it comes from the late, great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It's like, man, we try to get to know each other so we can love one another. Yeah. You know, let's stop being so segregated. Let, let's mm-hmm. stop. Like, if we still base everything off segregation, your parents will never met. If we keep Ever. it, you know, if we keep it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. I'm like, man, we really need each other to make things great. You can still have your culture. You can still believe in what you believe in, and you can still respect and have a conversation with someone else. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And 
unless your unless your culture and I get most unless you're absolute racism based on being a bigot or being prejudiced, that's it. And that's the only thing I say yeah. if if your culture or what you believe or what you like to do, if it doesn't affect someone negative or harm them, mm-hmm. hey, love it. Live in it. Be it. Do yeah. it. No problem. But when it comes down to like right now, I've seen some folks that you know, unfortunately, you know, we're dating this episode by bringing up the ruling about um, Breonna Taylor. But oh. I've seen some people that, like, I'm telling I'll type, I'm going to say something. And I'm like, nah. You know, because I, mm-hmm. I, I, I post this, I'm like, I'm just not in the mood for it. I don't know if I'm having a block right now or what mm-hmm. the case may be. But we talked about it in season two. Like, this is when compassion, the, the racial battle fatigue is going to effect right now. Like mm. I'm getting tired. I need I need somebody else to step in, tag in. You run this for me. I'll be back, and that's mm-hmm. okay. Because if we keep running, 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 we go burn ourselves out. We mm. got to know how. Once again, we're all leaders, so yeah. it's okay for the leader to step to the side and let one of the other leaders step in. But you got to mm. make sure they're going in the right direction. They don't have to go the same path you go, but they need right. to go in the right direction. That's the always how I look at it. It's it's a lot, right? Because so for me, like for my husband, I'm always mm-hmm. concerned because he he actually works in the news. Mm-hmm. So he's out there. He's a black man in a world that doesn't see him as educated. Mm-hmm. Someone who served this country mm-hmm. and achieved. Mm-hmm. He's only get looked at a certain way. Doesn't matter that he's a good person. Right. That doesn't matter. But he's already, yes, he's already prejudged because of his skin color. Does he have muscles? Is he tall? No, he no, he doesn't have muscles. Okay. This uh, is, either way, you still make him dang. You still got the target on your back, brother. I'm sorry. You do. And I'm always concerned for him. You know, like sometimes he likes to walk around the neighborhood. I'm concerned. There's a, and my wife is the same way with me. Oh, I get concerned. And shout out to him and shout out to y'all. And shout out, we, 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 the love is necessary and the care is there. Yeah. That's why you do it. Yeah. When I tell you our mailbox, I can spit and hit the mailbox from where we're at, you know. <laughs> and I want to go down and start going to get mail. She's like, be careful. I'm like, what the fuck? You mean? Be careful. Yes. you know but at the I same it. time it's sad when you and it and that goes to the point where when I tell people about white privilege you don't have to experience that I mean experience that all my life ever since I was a little boy I mean I'm talking about my grandparents like I had white friends growing up and they would tell me mm-hmm. put like you can't do everything your friends do don't get don't get mm-hmm. and it was like because you'll get killed I'm like well I'm a kid they would still kill you mm-hmm. Mayor Rice you know and we can name so many others. Like, so you know, it's so interesting to say that because I did not grow up with white people. Okay, what was that like? Because I um, have some family members the same way. I have some family members say I'm one of the whitest acting people they know, and I'm like, me? <laughs> you know me? What? <laughs> because of the neighborhood that I grew up with. Mm. If a white person was in that neighborhood, they were either selling or they were uh, goofing. Mm. So I did not grow up with anybody white at all. The first white student was in high school, which that whole experience, I grew up in a very predominantly black and brown neighborhood. There was not, I didn't grow up with no white child ever. So now when you go into the corporate world, understanding what that means, that's a whole different level uh, that you don't even get. And don't even understand what white privilege is because my parents don't understand that mm. they don't they come from another country you know like my mom mm. anyway because what people don't understand is puerto rico is part of the u.s and uh, yeah, they're a, they're a colony yeah a lot of people yeah. don't i'm like and they're they're colonized Absolutely. They're, you know it's just so much going on but the white systematic of this country was very eye-opening when I started going. And the crazy thing was, I'm gonna even add this to this. I didn't know that I was poor till I was a teenager. <laughs> How did you because, find out? Because <laughs> I was in high school and I remember that I was in the um, student government and one of the kids, white kids at 16 had a car, right? Mm-hmm. I take the train, I take the subway, I take the buses. And at that time, 
if your family was in assistance that would give you like a free um, bus pass or train pass. Yeah. So that's how I got around. And so this kid, uh, I remember it was this young white girl, a young Asian girl. They're like, well, I'll take you home. I'm like, are you sure? They're like, yeah. They were driving around the neighborhood and it was almost like they seen someone die. Mm-hmm. And they looked at me and it's like, you live here? I was like, yeah, I live here. They're like, are you okay? I'm like, uh, yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I'm safe. But that's, I never thought about not being safe and with the craziness. No, absolutely understand. And thank you for sharing that. I shared before when I found out I was poor. I was younger. I was younger. I was was taking canned goods to school. No, I I wanted to take some canned goods to school. And my grand, my mother's like, put them damn canned goods back in, you know, the closet, you know, woo, woo, woo. And in my head, I'm like, but these kids that are poor need these, mom, you know, and I'm going oh. to do the right thing. I'm going to. Do- so I snuck them in my backpack. Later <gasps> on, okay. I remember it was like maybe six different cans. Like, I think my mom probably even knew because this is like my head. No, she didn't know because I was catching the bus. But I'm like lugging them, you know, they heavy and all that. But I remember it was like a big ass hand of green beans and some other stuff, you know, but I knew what cans they were because one of them had a denny and they wanted to make something else. So I remember at the end of the school day that day, the teachers hand me like these boxy canned goods. Like, okay, Brandon, here you go. You can take it on the family. I looked, I'm like, the fuck is this? Like this is my. I'm like, it, I'm talking. About, it was like I went home. I asked my mom, like, mama, you know, I took, you know, I like, I, I went to kids. That unfortunately, if I knew I was gonna get in trouble, if I knew I was caught, I'm gonna tell the truth. Fuck it, hey, Ray. Mm-hmm. I may not snitch on everybody else, but I'm like, I'm turning myself in, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, you know, I'm like, are we poor? She's like, yes, baby, we're poor. No. Like, what the fuck? And that was like a maybe second. Second, third, maybe third grade. I was, I went to a, I went to a black, white, black, white, white, black. That was like, mm. went to a black, basically head start, head start daycare. First and second grade. Well, first grade, well, kindergarten was at a white school. First and second grade was at a black school. Third through fifth, a little bit of fifth was at black, but majority of white school. Middle school is all white school. High school, all mm-hmm. black school. You know, and then wow. I PWI for college. Go Cougs. But um, <laughs> I've had experience on both sides. And mm. me going to the workforce and going, you know, it, I think a big change happened when I went to the, when middle school was all white and high school was all black. I saw how different white people and other black, it's sad how they treat the black schools. You know, mm. that's why when I went to U of H, I never talked shit about you, um, um, TSU. You know, like it, it, there, it's an HBCU. Every school have their problems, but when I came to Houston, I saw the differences. How people, people, if you've never been to Houston, you would think U of H and TSU are on other sides of the damn town. When Where, they, yeah, when they're right yeah. across the street from each other, technically, like, yeah. and all the negative things that would happen in the neighborhood would be put on near TSU camp on campus, while the positive things would be near U of H. And it was the same thing that happened in my hometown um, where the if something happened at John Tyler or on the previous known school as John Tyler, known as known as Tyler High, or I would call it Cujo High, um, yeah. you know, they would put the negative things on front page. But i never forget, it was like a holdout of the students where the kids were like locking themselves in the bathroom because they wanted to change the dress code. You know, yeah. they were doing a peaceful protest. Instead of tearing some shit up, it's black kids, you know, <laughs> what they expect us to do. Mm. But on the other side of town, on page eight, part two, oh, a drug bust of white of cocaine being sold at the, you know, Robert E. Lee. And that was the name of the school, oh. Robert E. Lee. And so, and you see that passive aggressiveness. You see the lies. You see the fucked up shit they do and nothing happens to them. That's how we would see white privilege. That's why I, I became, mm-hmm. I understood that at an early age. Because once again, I was told that mm. my grandparents were born in 1918. They yes. saw friends and people they knew to get lynched, hung, chased down, threatened. They knew mm. about, um, you know, um, they taught me about history of how, how you can be treated and the great things black people have done. And we didn't know, like, once again, I didn't know much about Puerto Ricans or anything. Because in my hometown, you were mm-hmm. black, white, or Mexican. Mm-hmm. Or Latin. 
you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. You know? And, you know, it's interesting you saying that because I would share the story of speaking for me, like speaking two languages, learning Spanish first because it's my, um, what my family knew. And would you consider that native it? language because it's native to your family? Well, it's native to there, but it's not um, native our here. Okay. Hmm, it's not well, our it's a colonized it's language. Yeah, because yeah, that's colonized Spain. as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So our language was stolen. Yeah. And I think what people don't understand when it comes to America, that the ship stopped in the Caribbean first. And that's a whole other. No, no. no. People don't want to admit it, but trust they me. Do. They do. I, I tell you, that's when your Afro part come in. I'm like, yeah. when they say you're not black, I'm like, well, I'm telling you, you are darker yeah. than me. Like, and yeah. even with you with your lighter tone, I know that yeah. you were black. <laughs> you yeah, know? it's like seriously. But something with my with my mom at a very young age, I was translating like government documents for her. Mm. And I was so you know how I learned English watching Sesame Street. Shout out to Sesame Street. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> Trump. Try trying to take Sesame Street off the air. Sesame Street shit. shit. <laughs> It is. I learned how to count. Listen, don't play with my sister. One, two. Okay, we're up All right. But I must tell you, I'm going to share something with you. I know how they treated my mom. They treated her like shit because she didn't speak English. Mm. Well, when I, we used to go to these, like, you that know. It still happens, unfortunately. It does. And when Especially I see it, I get involved. Like, if I see something, I'm like, oh, oh you caught the right one today. Good. But with her, I saw the pain in her eyes because they treated her and they spoke to her because she didn't understand the language as if she was dumb. It's just that she didn't know the language, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I knew it because I was there and I was seeing her like break down, not understanding how to express herself in the language is very foreign to her. Wow. And that really broke my heart. So I would work extra. And what I understood about the system, the school system, that I don't think they get spoken enough, kids that don't speak the language, if... You don't know English well enough, you'll get left behind and put a special ad. Yep. So I knew that very young, mm. very young. And I made sure I learned English because I was hearing conversations from adults saying that. Adults. Adults. And as a oh. child, I knew that. And I said, no, I will not be on special ed because I don't know the, the language. That wasn't going to be my, my thing. Did you have a lot of teachers that were Puerto Rican or Dominican? We had a few, um, but once we got into like junior high school, you had a lot of like uh, what I called savior teachers. They Mm -hmm. thought they were going to save the kids from the hood. Yeah. And didn't really understand us. You know, you can't save us, Mm -hmm. but you don't understand the circumstances of where we come from because you're here for a couple hours and you get to go to your pretty house. That's why cultural diversity training is so important. It is. It is. Everything. You heard it right here. <laughs> yeah. and, so that was a thing. Because I say that because once again I worked in child welfare, and you got people. You sometimes they think they have the right intentions. Did that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what got me. I I loved it and got in so involved because in Texas, you you it's something like. Man, I got to tell him about this. He would love this episode. Shout out to Javi. One of his family, I think, he's from New York. I know that for sure. And he may be Puerto Rican. He may be Puerto Rican. I don't want to put it on him because I don't know if he's Dominican, but I think he's Puerto Rican. Okay. But, you know, in Texas, oh, he's Mexican. I'm like, you know, I'm telling you, it's just the way it is. And, like, we had an episode last season that we talked with um, Melody and Clara on the intersectionality of diaspora. I did hear that. America. I heard that episode. Yeah, oh, it, it was, was the shit. Okay, I love it. Was it was good. And, but talking about, you know, using Latin and Latin X and Latina and Latino and, you know, because, and we, that's why I learned more. You know, I, I knew somewhat about it, but he, that's why I said I love hearing it directly mm-hmm. from y'all. You know, yeah. it's because if and when someone and not it's not you don't speak for your whole you don't speak for every Puerto right. Rican you don't speak for every um Dominican but you do to an extent you know because yes. you have to represent because you are that uh, yes. especially being from being Afro because mm-hmm. during the episode one she I think I said she did she didn't really claim being Afro to an extent mm-hmm. like but 
Because when we was, she was saying, yeah, my dad was Afro. Because my homeboy was like, with GJ, co-host, he was like, man, if I didn't think anything different, I think he was just a light-skinned black girl. He's yeah. like, I know I get that a lot, this, this, and that. But, you know, she was like, really, like, man, I'm black. We was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But that's kind of how the system sets up for you to discredit. Even, like, when I see some um, Latin, and I would be more specific, Mexican individuals in texas don't claim to be mexican they want i'm white i've I, and mm-hmm. that's they completely they want to assimilate and when you tell them, yes you want to tell them i can tell what you are i can recognize you have a certain pattern in your hair you mm-hmm. still you, your skin tone you still have red in it be proud of what you have and what you're doing you know but nope nope i'm white I, that because that's how we have to be there to make it same thing i hear with some um it i was i was i was in a conversation today at work you know we have these conversations at my job where i'm at now it's yeah it's it's great because i keep telling them i keep telling them where i'm from they're not going to set up a a space for black indigenous people of colors uh members to have a meeting Mm. on work hours you know Mm. but the other time i like and i know it's like because i grew up in these class, they would tell these people, don't speak Spanish. If you speak Spanish, you get no service. I'm like, the fuck you mean? Like, <laughs> you know, it's so sad because I always, when I see these videos, right, when I see people say, oh, don't speak that language, that language is not from America. We don't have, America does not have an official language. Let's Absolutely just start with not. that officially, right? And but if you understood. speaking right now. Right. So if you understood that Spanish is close to the colonizer, Spain is in Europe. Mm-hmm. That is their colonizer. Why are you so uncomfortable when that's part of your ancestry with Spanish? You don't ever tell somebody to speak German, don't speak German. You don't go tell somebody who speak, um, who's Irish, don't speak your language. You don't do that with other people. So I'm always like, it's so funny because mentally I speak Spanglish, right? So sometimes I'll have my thoughts in different languages or if I'm talking to my mom, I, was, I wish a motherfucker would tell me that I can't speak Spanish so I can curse them out in both languages. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <it's> just, <laughs> because I would be damned, you know? But it's, it's sad that we have, but, you know, it's always the era of what's going on, right? Because who mm-hmm. we have running, I wouldn't say we're running the country right now. We're like all fucked up, but that's another story. Absolutely. We're just, we're, we're we'll just talk out about here. that during the live that we have on Sunday. We talk about <laughs> yeah. that. When we have another, another one of these. And yes. I'm not babysitting this, y'all. This is strong. I'm getting slapped around, <laughs> believe it or not. I gotta keep myself together and be a professional. I'll tell you something. So I actually, this is my fifth move. So I moved around a lot because of my husband's career. Mm-hmm. So at one point, I lived in Little Rock, Arkansas, which was very interesting. I believe you. So I lived there for eight months. And... That's when I really realized that I would be someone's first experience of someone who was not Mexican. Mm. And that was very eye-opening for me. Mm. Because it was actually my manager. And what happened was I was- You were were someone's culture shock. I was. Oh, completely. And so I was, what happened was a customer called and I spoke to them in Spanish. They only spoke Mm -hmm. Spanish. So I just went right into the conversation and that whole room just stopped typing. The whole room. I was just like, uh, hello? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and it was just like nobody said anything for like 10 minutes. It was just weird. And then the manager at the time, she said, I really want to ask you something without offending you. This older, old, older white woman. I said, okay, I'm open. You know? Is- Welcome to the South. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm open. She's like, are you Mexican? I said, mm-mm. I said, I'm not. And she's like, so she starts asking. So what the hell are you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, what the hell? Because we're at work, right? So she's a manager and she's like, I don't want to offend you. She's like, but I've never met someone who was Dominican and Puerto Rican descent. Mm. So I took it as, I'd rather you ask and let's have a conversation than you say something crazy to me, then that's not going to open anything. So I was open at the time. And so I became like this historian. I started dropping lessons of why we speak Spanish. You became a cultural diversity presenter. Welcome. Right That's away, why you yeah, fit in so well with everything. Cool. <laughs> like, 
I need to start charging, but you gotta put that on your LinkedIn. Shit, like, <laughs> hell. <Shit>. But, <laughs> Word. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. But no, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm dead ass serious though, because yeah. we talk about it here. I, mm-hmm. A few months ago, when I used, to, almost again, it's to that point where when you're trying to educate, I'm gonna call them passive racists. Mm. Is one where you you got to this point where now you're saying people don't fuck with you like that. Mm. When you may lose friends, you may lose money, you know, you may lose mm. your job depending on how much you take it. And they I've had this one gentleman, well, I ain't gonna say one gentleman, one this one bitch ass motherfucker. Um <laughs> I may bleep bleep that last one out, but you know, we'll see. You know, we, I, I'm trying to clean things up on here. I'm trying. Okay. But he was trying to ask all these. He was gaslighting, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like gaslighting don't work on people who knows what gaslighting is, okay. Yes. And I'm like, and you see that a lot with white privileged men, okay, and women, mm-hmm. but white privileged individuals. And one thing was like, well, teach me, tell me what to do. I said, well, you can look it up yourself, or here's my cash out, and here's my prices. Good for you. Why in the hell, in this age of information that we have, that the burden must always fall on the people of color to teach people, non-people of color, or just even ourselves, what's right yeah. and what's wrong? Pay, like I this agree. is, I am putting you in a school right now. This is what I do for my job. You're not going to get it for free. You can listen right now. You can listen to some of these episodes for free. Shout out to Everything Culture. Okay, <laughs> you know that's why I'm doing this. Like, this is free game. Yeah. I'm you, you're actually hearing someone that's Puerto Rican and Dominican that you actually Afro Puerto Rican Dominican is here in America talk about her experience and how she feel. And we're talking about a little bit of education. And during her week, we're going to talk about the Young Lords. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about the oh, I, I don't have a my notebook is somewhere. I'm, the the alcohol <laughs> kicking in. Talk about one of the representatives there, and we're going to educate you right there for free. Yes. You want me to take one on one with you? Oh, you're gonna pay me. But that's how people need to understand. That's how if you want that, it, we have to start taking pride. We got to start playing games with people because people are gonna yeah. people going to see same through this episode here. Some people could be mm-hmm. completely offended. Some people can fall in love. They will. You know, mm-hmm. some people could like it's some girl or some man or some some person out there that is in the same position that you're in, or maybe somebody younger, that's how I want to clean up some of the, you know, my <laughs> verbiage, because it may be somebody that like growing up may be feeling the same way that you may have felt. And here you as an adult and say these things, it's going to change their life. Mm-hmm. Like when I hear other people that, you know, I cannot continue to censor myself for them, you know, and talk the truth and play games with them because we're, mm-hmm. we're here to do good work. So once again, I appreciate you again, but just yes. tell us everything. And I mean, this this it makes me happy. And you know, we and we during your makers of you, mm-hmm. like it was. I loved it because I'm like when you're talking about family, when you was mm-hmm. like, man, you talking about your mom or like so, Saturday was it Saturday morning or Sunday morning? Saturday morning, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Say okay, Saturday. Same here. I think it was gospel music though. If you heard, uh... whew, if you heard gospel, <laughs> I'm telling you. Y'all just never. I, I need to do a skit. That's why I, I want to do a skit. For a TikTok, man, you wake up, you hear that gospel music, and you like, you try to keep your eyes closed, but it just keep getting louder and louder. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, because you know, once your ass is up, it's no more laying back down. No, and, that's you know, it. And because usually, like, and that, like, now I'm an adult. I'm the same way. Like, <laughs> I don't play gospel. From your mom, but, uh, <laughs> what you play? Like my wife played gospel. I play a little UGK. I play some okay. um childish Gambino. I may put on like well my music um is usually southern, you know. Okay. Um, or I'm gonna put on some eighties music. I love okay. 80s music. Like I my mom got her well, I've seen pictures that she used to be on Soul Train back okay. in the day. Like I love so, Soul Train. I know she listened to a lot of eighties, a lot of music when I was in the womb because I'm telling you, you put on anything eighties, even if it's pop. Like I fuck with it, okay. So, yeah. like I like when people listen to me, like some everybody can't handle it. But I'm a, I'm a vibe music. I like positive mm. music. I like people music with a message. Um, yes. Like right now, I've been bumping a lot of Tina Marie. 
Like I love her. She was a bad motherfucker. Like I love her. You don't understand that I like, love her. Right. That's my she's a really she's it. really the first female rapper if we want to keep it a book like we talk her. about square bees i'm like yes. bars bars yes. okay. <laughs> was, i love me some tina marie you have no idea so when she passed away i was upset oh yeah and she was oh, one yeah. of my yeah she was one of my favorite artists and you don't know how much stuff has been sampled from these mm-hmm. eras and it's like man this is the real good music it kills me when I hear a song that I used to listen to in the '90s or early 2000s, and I go back. I'll put it on Spotify. Shout out to Spotify, yeah. um, sponsor us. But um, <laughs> I, I'm like listening, and I'm like listening on random, like, and they pull in some new music, and I'm like, wait a damn minute! <laughs> like, I was listening to Tim. Was it Timmy Thomas? Is his name? And he got you know oh, that oh. um that uh, Andre 3000 um. Pretty, oh, pretty pink. Baby. Yes, yes, yes. That yes. is a sample. And I'm like, I thought he came up with it. But all of the conversation. Did but, you hear, did you see the video I put up about, you, do you, did you guys ever have music, a music box down here in Texas back in the box. 90s? So it was a thing where you used to call and you had to pay and you picked the videos you wanted to watch. I've heard of it, but I never did it. But I heard of that. I okay. heard of that. So let me tell you this little story. So I, oh, I love me some Michael Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. I love me the Remember the Time video. Like that mm. video, when that video came out, you couldn't tell me anything. I was like, I loved everything about it. It was just everything. The dancing. That, that was a whole everything. other step of stuff, something now. I loved, and I loved it. So I had to watch it. So I called this video, this music box, where it was like three, was how much for $2.99 Damn. per request, which I did not know this recently. Let me just tell you this, okay? That, that's another story. And my poor cousin was getting in trouble for it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I was the youngest one, and they're like, she don't know how to do that. Oh, that hell I did. I was so was smart. <laughs> Look what these kids do with iPads and the phones okay. now. I was calling. I'm like, I want to see, remember the time? And I requested the video, my damn so. And poor guy, my poor cousin got in trouble because my aunt owned a bodega and we would help her out. But I loved, oh my God. The 90s to me was dope with music. I know. Pause one more time. Be right back. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but with the music box, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think we have music box in my area, but what we used to do, we how you heard of Columbia Records? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, do you remember they used to do these magazines where you can get like twelve something CDs for like a penny, and they try I to charge remember. you a bunch? Man, I used to run a racket. I used to order like <laughs> I used to change my name. It used to be Brent. Man, you know what? Matter of fact, I'm gonna stop saying. I don't want them to try to track me down. I don't know what they trying to do these days. But I'm talking about. No, I, <laughs> yeah, had, talking about. I had all the CDs, the singles, Monica, oh. Get Jiggy with It, Big Wheel oh, Style, wow. you name it. Well, you see, in New York, we had the Big Version Record Store. Mm, see, we didn't it was in Times Square. Yeah, and so I used to go there, and then you had like samples. They had like headphones, so you could hear samples of the music that was coming out. Mm-hmm. You could be there for hours. It was a huge store. It's no longer there. We had like Fye, um, okay, and you know Circuit City, Best Buy, you know, and what was another but one? Those are gone, right? Because Fye was gone, I believe. Right? Fye's gone. Circuit City show gone. It's gone. Yeah. Uh, so it was ways and listen, but. <sighs> Man, you know what? We have to bring you back when we start talking about music. It's a difference. I love music. I know you said, but you 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 listen to any music from Texas or you still? I you've listen been here to four everything. Years. Okay, okay. I okay. listen to everything. So I listen to reggae. I'm a huge reggae head. Oh, like okay. I love I like roots culture. I love. Oh my god, I can go on. Like my husband, he's a music head too. So us right. in the house, we have music going. <laughs> And if I find something, I, sh- I send it to him, like, did you see this artist? Or he'll do vice versa, like, you check this out? So I like that we have that, because I'm like, yeah. It's like that with my wife, myself, and my, her sister. We Have you heard of Sir? Yes. Oh, my. See, okay, I heard him a few months ago. And yeah. I like, 
Man, I'll try to put people on that. Like, you ain't heard of him before? I'm kind of mad at y'all for not putting me on him. Like, this guy has true talent. I like, I did a whole post about him, like his his upbringing, what he's done in music. Like, like when you hear good, good music, it's like, why is he on a level, a different level? You know? Talk about this all the time. My like, husband talk about this all the time. Because you got some artists that they really shouldn't be at the, like, I don't want to knock anybody's blessing. I don't. But I've heard some people, and I'm like, man, they just caught a wave, and they're riding right now. But then you hear some people that, like, their tone, and it sounds like they put a lot of work behind it. That's how I feel when I listen to Sir. I'm like, man, this dude is, like, on some Teddy Pendergrass, Stevie Wonder. And, like, and I'm like, why isn't he getting the credit that he deserves? Because I'm like, I've listened to his albums, and I'm like, this it takes time to make good music. But it does maybe it's just me I, man i don't know everything but i'll send you a few artists because if you like like you like neo soul i'm about please, to like, like that neo soul. there's a quite a few artists do you follow i forgot this guy's name but he's on instagram he's actually from dallas but he lives in brooklyn now hmm. and he is such a music genius and he just like he records it's the funniest thing because i looking at him in his apartment i'm like i wonder what his neighbors think because yeah yeah <laughs> he's just singing and blowing. but he actually did a video he came to dallas it was like um not that long ago it was like an outdoor concert and mm-hmm. erica badu joined him was it is it a black guy or a white guy a white guy you and talking about you talking about um um bird turn uh, um mark mark something yeah mark the hell y'all follow him he the shit man because that dude made good music um, what he made his song. Um, gosh. Yeah, he's so good. He's Absolutely. So good. I've been following him for, because I've been following him on Twitter for years. Then oh, I'm like, oh, he has a, um, he has a Instagram. Here it came apart. Mark, is it Mark? It's Mark. like A-M-A-C Mark, something. Mark Rebillet. Mark Rebillet. Yes. Mark Rebillet, yes. yeah. This guy yeah, yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, With the glasses. Yeah. And you would never think he could sing like that. No, yes! yeah, I know exactly what you're talking yes! about. I've been following him for a minute, man. He's yes. so talented and the, the production. He'll start off with just yes. one beat because if you see him when he's making it, then he'll switch it up. Then, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> 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 you like, hold on, I'm like, okay, you know, let's make some babies out here, y'all. Like, let's go. Oh my god, he got one. I sent it to my husband. He's like, he was drinking something, he just spit it out, <laughs> man. Because I'm telling you, if you didn't see him, because he's from Dallas? Yes. He's from yeah. Dallas. He lives in Brooklyn now. Yeah. I would love to interview him. That's one like I my thing, I yeah. love interviewing people in total, but I would interview him because seeing someone that he's touching so many different cultures from music. Yes. Talented. Yeah. And that's Talented. what I say music is so part of culture. No matter drums, rhythms, it touches your heart and your feelings. As soon as he starts playing and you hear the beat, and I love that he does like the topic. So it's like a topic and you see on the top. It's so dope. When he's at a bar, he did a, when he was at a bar, he asked people to shout something out and he'll make a song out of it. That's real, like, I, I can go to his one of his concerts. Like, think I have to put that on a um, to do list uh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But yeah. Other than that, I know I wanted to talk about Christmas and family with you, but we could talk yeah. about that another time. But yes, man, we about to wrap it up right now. But I like I've enjoyed our conversation. Me too. Like it has been an absolute blessing. Um, y'all make sure to check her out on. Ooh, coffee with coffee curls. with curls. Coffee with curls. I mean, you yes. can find it on YouTube, all the major platforms. Yeah. I mean, been following some time. Make sure to check her out on Instagram. Yes. She's on Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. Mm-hmm. You on Twitter? Do I follow you on Twitter? I'm about to follow you. I don't on follow me on Twitter. I need to be more active. I need to tweet more. I talk a lot of shit on Twitter. I talk. You, I like that, reading. I love reading. I'm that's my. That's my true baby right there. Yeah, that's Twitter. my true baby. I can I kind of cut up on Twitter sometimes. Do you? Like, oh, Twitter's so funny, to, especially if something happens. I always go to Twitter because that's the news. But that's another conversation for another day. That's no, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. news. You I love the, Twitter. You gonna see the real on Twitter, but 
I don't Twitter goss. Yes. So give out your shout outs, your hand, anything you want to give out. Hey, this is your side right here. This is your. Okay. This is my time. So follow me on everything Coffee with Curls. I'm mostly active on IG. Um, check me out. I'll be posting more stuff on YouTube. I'm still new in this um, YouTube world and, you know, just um, putting myself out there. I'll be, I'm working on a book club because I'm about reading and learning. I have a page, but it's not completely the way I want it yet. So you can follow me there, which is Cafe con Noemi mm. in Spanish. So you can come over there and check that out. And so I have a few things coming up in the works. I actually just finished filming like a little commercial with ABC 13. Houston. He did. I liked it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was like so last minute, but I was blessed to be asked to do that. So that was so dope. And just really want to get involved to create change and connect with dope people. That's it. You know what? We, <laughs> we rock with you, Noemi. Like for real, for real. Like that's what it's all about. Like you've been an awesome guest. Like you've been an awesome Thank influencer. You. Awesome podcast. Like once again, great spirit. Y'all make sure to check her out um go back and listen to makings you and thank you so much and make sure to see hear us and listen to us on upcoming sunday where we're going to have noemi as our special guest and we're going to talk yes. more about her and her background traditions beliefs but as always on the makings of you we do this because when our models and our platform stands on the pillars of communication respect and consistency and it comes from dr martin luther king that said at cornell college that he believed men fear each other because men hate each other because they fear each other they fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation and because of segregation we have miscommunication so our goal here in everything culture to bring people together so we can have a conversation so we can get to know each other and get to know, love one another thank you all and god bless thank you